Welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no-so crew goes on a deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week, WWF is on a high in Dallas, which was a weird thing to see. WCW is in Oklahoma in Tulsa. Not terribly too far apart. Well, a couple weeks ago, they were both in like uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, or yeah. like right outside of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Um, I'll tell you, uh, if I had to choose between which one I'd rather be at, it'd, it'd be Dallas. The cho- cho- chosen one, Mike Booble. That's right. We're back in Slap Nuts country. I'm still commissioner. Let's get to it. I would say Oklahoma is indeed Slap Nuts country, so... <laughs> So, boys, February 7th, the year 2000, Tulsa, Oklahoma for WCW. This is the first Nitro in February. So, let's get into it. Commentary team is Tony Schiavone and Mark. There's no Tanae. Nope. There's no Scott Hudson. Nope. Mark Madden. Yep. So, we're doing a two-man tonight? Yeah. This uh, is not a good team. It's going to just, like, (laughs) from here on out through the end, it's just... Patchwork. Whoever walks by the office. It's Tony and Mark, but then there there could be a third sometimes. Who that third is, you never know. It could be Tanae. It could be Hudson. It could be Stevie Ray. No one knows. It's just someone. Jesus Christ. Interesting. Uh, we start the show off with a recap of last week's Nitro. Jared in charge. Uh, Corey's favorite part that the Harris brothers are now part of the NWO. Yep. Can we just gloss over that fact when we're talking about this show from here on out? Uh, we can try. I would appreciate that. We, we, we'll try, but I don't know if we can. Uh, Jarrett makes himself the number one contender, and he'll be facing Sid at Super Brawl 2000. Uh, they show the Triple Threat Theater from Thunder of Sid versus Mike Rotundo in a submission match, Rick Flair in a hard, uh, Rick Steiner in a hardcore match, and a cage match between the Harris Brothers, those new NWO members, Harris Brothers. NW Elite, baby. Yeah, might as well just put a 13 on the back of their shirt. <laughs> Maybe a three. Uh, we, start, we go backstage with Jarrett saying that he has a surprise for Sid and he has something for Funk. Hall says that Nash will be here soon. Jarrett kind of doesn't like the sound of that. So he's, you know what? I'll give uh, big Kevin Nash a, a call and see what's up with him. We can hear music in the background during this whole segment. You're like, what is that? And then it turns out to be that three counts in the ring as uh, they're going to uh, give a performance all they want. Then, then they said that they're going to have a uh, contest to win a date with one of them or just him. I'd pick Evan Courageous because he's dream- No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. Fuck him. Hit the music and then their music starts skipping. What is going on? And Norman on the ones and twos, baby. Norman, yeah. Norman Smiley's on those ones and twos as he's in the production <laughs> truck telling them what to do. He's so talented. He's also doing production now. Oh, he took it. Then uh, we go to our first match as Evan Courageous comes on down. However, it takes him a while because he's legitimately in the production <laughs> truck. Yep. You know, wow. Instead of, you know, maybe taping that ahead of time to. Would have probably been a good idea. But, you know, you know how it goes. Uh, match goes for a bit. It's going to be Norman Smiley versus Evan Courageous. Oh, good. They picked the oh. least talented member of three count My to God. put him in the ring with. All right, that's good. 
No, that's, that's, that makes sense. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I just got this. I'll sum it up pretty easy. Smiley wins with a roll-up, grabs the tights. I get a dollar. After the match, the face, Norman Smiley, challenges all three members of three count to a one-on-three match at Super Brawl 2000. <laughs> at first, you're like, wait, this really... Mm, this really kills the effectiveness of that group. Yep. Uh, it also kills the effectiveness of his chicken shit gimmick. Yep. But then you're like, but, but they are, at least on the last one, they are pretty much just comedy acts. So, I mean, I guess that's the one. If you're going to have him not be scared of somebody in the company, that's the one act that makes the most sense. Um, I, I don't get the fact, though, that he's challenging them all to a one-on-three match. And hasn't he beaten them all past three months? Uh, three, yes. Three weeks? Yeah, well, this creative team has nothing yep. to do. And so, uh, so the WWFers, they're in Dallas. Just a little bit down the road. It's pretty close. Uh, so you think JR is mad that Danny Hodge is in the crowd at Nitro? Yes. Ooh. Oh, first thing I thought was, oh, JR, JR is going to be a little pissy <laughs> about that. And that they showed him during a three-count match. Yeah. That's disrespectful. I'm, I'm guessing he left after that. Yeah, that's disrespectful. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is this? Even until the day he died, he could have crushed all three of them in a legit shoot if he wanted to. That motherfucker was otherworldly. Uh, commentary brings up that Terry Funk wants an I quit match with Ric Flair. Um, so Jarrett makes an I quit match of Terry Funk versus a Flair, but it's David Flair. Oh, goody. Oh, it's, it's like... We went back in time, and Jeff Jarrett knew how to take a shot at me personally. <laughs> my God. Might as well just fucking throw Roddy Piper as the He's ref. Like, still my, fuck. Still my gimmick, slap ass. I'll show you a Jesus thing or two. Jesus Christ. What the uh, fuck did I do? I guess we're going to find <laughs> out which side Arn's on between the Battle of Arn. <laughs> you told me you'd be my betrothed, Arn. We also get a, to hear from the total package tonight. The Demon... Is taking on Billy Kidman. Hmm. Booker. Odd. a good use of Billy Kidman. (laughs) Booker. No T. Versus The Wall. And Stevie Ray versus Disco Inferno. Goddamn. That's a head scratcher. You know who we want to use? Disco and Stevie Ray. Who would ever think to book that fucking match? And These writers. Does any of that make you want to stay for this, Corey, if you were choosing between the two <clears throat> shows? I know it was different for us on the West Coast, but who oh boy. Not particularly. That's... It's not a very strong lineup. <laughs> um, yeah. If only you had like four other really good mid-carters you could throw out in some matches. That's weird. No. Nope. a radical idea. However, we, we cut to the... KJR, hey, thanks a lot for that. <laughs> That's pretty radical. Uh, we cut straight to Jay Biggs as he's dragging cops into the locker room of Booker's and says that he has illegal substances in his bag. He's just the other way around cops. <laughs> then we see the uh, NWO headed to the ring. A limo shows up and it's Ric Flair. That's 13 minutes into the show. That's early for Ric Flair's standards. Yeah. Let's go. Well, canceled. Let's go <laughs> back to the ring as it's an NWO promo. Scott Steiner coming out here looking like Dennis Rodman. I'm just let you leave. I'm, did, I'm and, hoping one of you wrote that down. No, uh, uh, I I do. I did. So first off, I'm going to say that um, Corey, I have a question for you. Yeah. What since 1978 has been Ric Flair's gimmick? The Nature Boy, right? So it's the women, the, the partying, women, the all partying. that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much him. 
Rick, Scott Steiner's women are so much harder than Ric Flair's women. Like, what in the fuck, dude? Well, you know, they, uh... I was like, how can you you have Ric Flair on your show and that's the trash he walks in <laughs> with? Look at Rick Steiner's women. My God. Them NWO girls, you know, the NWO got that political stroke. Mm. Yes, all, all red, everything. Steiner <laughs> uh, uh, coming out looking like Dennis Rodman or Prince Ikea, depending on who I you I just love Shivani. Look at <laughs> Scott Steiner. <laughs> what in the hell is that? Uh, Scott Hall doesn't do the hey yo as Mark Madden's yelling at him to do it. Uh, Harris brother says that they're, uh, that the NWO is here and uh, people get in the way. They're going to get hurt. You'd have to say that. Uh, Ninety-six, bro. <laughs> Been here for forever. I know that. I, I know that the uh, Harris brothers are new to the NWO. But is the NWO new to everybody else, or just to the Harris brothers? Just to the Harris brothers. Scott Steiner gets stuck. Oh, <laughs> does he? As he uh, says, he calls himself the Purple Warrior. <laughs> Says that he's a uh, says uh, how he's a freak in the bed again. Says why? Uh, <laughs> then he starts going off on Ric Flair about how Ric Flair yeah, is does. not the Nature Boy. How Buddy Rogers is the true Nature Boy. No idea why WCW won't hire him today. Well, he's dead. Rest in peace, there, uh, <laughs> Buddy. Um, <laughs> Cyrus says uh, when sh- Flair showed up, people grabbed the remote and then turned to the WWF to watch Stone Cold. Steiner calls Flair an old bastard, backstabbing, sucking bastard. But sucking, but sucking, but sucking, and he belongs in WCW because WCW sucks. He tried and succeeded, kind of, uh, to not cuss. <laughs> he tried so hard that he kept jumbling his words because he was trying so hard not to swear. You will be. Is it done? Yes, this is that. Oh when he does, when he calls God. him the, the buck, buck, uh, buck sucker, butt sucking. Yeah. You you missed some of it. Uh, there's a uh, skip it out on the town and fix your teeth. Yep. Like it was. Like my God. You'll be shocked to believe that this was not part of the script. You don't say, I, sir. Yeah. I, I know I mi- I know I missed a lot, but I was trying to get the butt sucker, uh, <laughs> ba- butt sucking bastard written down and Why make sure. Why all of a sudden this week is the week he's deciding to do this? <laughs> That's a good question because the heat's been there since '91 on Jeez, Scott's end. Jesus Christ. Um, he maintains that Flair sabotaged him and stopped him. This is weird. Like this is where I don't understand. I mean, you know the steroids and whatever. Yeah. Or he's clean. Nah, he's clean. Nah, that's a, seriously, okay. um, the shit. You know he he's not in a good place. But like he contradicts himself in the thought process, and it doesn't make sense. He didn't want to leave Rick and right. go singles. Ninety one. He wanted to. He wanted to be a team. But they put him in a Clash of the Champions World Title match with Flair. And it didn't go good. Yep. It was not a great match. And it wasn't really Flair's fault. Yep. Except to Scott, who <laughs> says Rick sandbagged him and tried to stop his his career. And But at the same time, he didn't want to be a solo wrestler. He that wanted to be a tag team. definitely sounds like something Rick Flair does. Yeah. So, like, he's, he's headed in for him, however. Why all of a sudden, on February 7th, 2000, <laughs> Scott Nine Steiner later. is so mad that he comes out and cuts a legit shoot promo on Ric Flair. Who knows? My God. He did, however, get suspended for two weeks. Did he? But of course, WCW, with pay. I mean, so that, to, that'll learn him. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't have to travel and I still get paid? <laughs> yep. Oh, darn. 
Checks so, out. So, yeah. Checks out. <laughs> this was bananas. And Tony was like, I don't, I don't Scott Hall in the background was like, Hall's, Hall and Steiner are both sitting on the top turnbuckle on opposite sides, and Hall is just laughing his ass off, like, exactly. "Oh, what's happening?" This fuck? is uh, this is what happens when Nash isn't here. Yep, yep. This is this is truly the inmates running the asylum. Yes, sir. Holy shit! When that lead inmate isn't there to have some order, holy fuck! Well, Commissioner Jarrett gets the mic and says that he is making uh, his Good match. Good luck following that. Yeah, like, I'm just going to move right on. <laughs> yeah. so moving on. Uh, Jarrett makes Mark Johnson the referee for Super Brawl. Old Slick Johnson. Uh, Jarrett then makes his match against Sid at Super Brawl 2000, a no-DQ match. And he says, you know what, Sid? Someone's been watching Raw. <laughs> right. Uh, Sid, uh, you're going to wrestle tonight against someone who's oozing the black and white. That would be one, Scott Hall. Except for the black and silver now, but yeah. Anyway, potato, potato. I thought it right? was machismo. Is that what black and silver is? Is, machismo, yeah, is that I the don't color think of machismo? They're allowed to say oozing machismo together. But oh, or, they would, or Vince's lawyers would be back on the oh. phone with another lawsuit. So you're oozing but, uh, black and white. I thought he was the bad guy. Can't say can't that, say that either. either, huh? Oh no, 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 no. Damn. Uh, Hall says he's not, he can't do it. Uh, you know, he, he starts to limp. I, hey, I can't rustle tonight. And Jared's, Jared's like, like, you're clear. Don't worry about it. I got you cleared tonight. So, uh, you're good to go. So, uh, all right. Our main event tonight is going to be Sid versus Scott Hall. Dude, we, we go backstage with Booker yelling at, uh, midnight, telling him that they took his colors, took his music, but they won't take his dignity. <sighs> yeah, what the? That fucking lawyer just had to like take all of his shit. Like, what the fuck? That's weird. Uh, mind games, I guess. With I Steve didn't Ray. see a warrant there, but you know, it's no. cops. So I guess they don't. You're no longer allowed to be T. What a weird. Story. Uh, mean Gene is in the back. Hold on, there was okay. Uh, wait, it's uh, it's during the match, so never mind. Okay. Mean Gene is in, uh, backstage with David Flair and Daphne. <sighs> As Gene brings up that uh, in 1989, Rick made history with this same type of match against Funk, the I Quit. And David basically goes, I'm doing this for my father tonight. I'm not crazy tonight. I'll be crazy tomorrow. What? <laughs> so he. Uh, he's fully now. He can turn it off and on. It's the three faces of Flair. Oh. Our, our second match tonight, boys, is Booker versus The Wall. Okay, during this match. When Shivani asks about the taking away the tea the and the, the diets and everything, I did like Mark Madden saying that, oh, this is just the start of it. Jay Biggs has gone all out. Uh, he's taken the tea from Mr. T. He's now just Mr. <laughs> Sesame Street now teaches a 25-letter alphabet. <laughs> I, that shit was funny. Ice tea is just ice. Yeah, ice is just ice. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's good. Uh, Unfortunately, to counteract Shivani, because the match is whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Um, he also says at some point, uh, no one... Oh, actually, you know what? I'll tell you then. Hold on. Go ahead and finish, John. Oh, uh, okay. It happens after the match, I forgot. All right, well, Booker comes out to some old city... Like, Leave eight, it to Beaver music. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. It's like a Mother Knows Best 60s sitcom. It's like Beaver cleavage. Oh, God. Uh, Wall goes off the top rope, but jumps off, and Booker hits him with a sidekick. Booker hits a rock bottom and goes to the top rope. The wall. Uh, hey, it's a bookend, sir. How um, do you? They don't have that name of it yet, do they? Well, they just don't call it the rock oh. bottom, I don't think. Oh. I call it the bookend. So did there. Uh, the wall hits the ropes, knocking Book down. Jay Biggs comes out to distract Booker. He comes out with, with a neck brace and an arm, uh, arm cast <laughs> on his arm. The wall hits a choke slam for the win. 
Uh, Jay Biggs has Booker arrested. He uh, Booker is arrested for assault and battery, attempted murder, and a couple other things. <laughs> so it's just a couple. It was things. right here where Shivani was like, "No one has ever been locked up on Nitro before." I'm like, Goldberg, literally a year ago, uh, did this. Savage in '96. What in the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Shivani's on autopilot by 2000. He's just remember because he took Goldberg 14 years to get across the street. <laughs> I don't blame Shivani for trying to forget that ever happened. Well, that didn't happen. I mean, uh, we go backstage. Stalking Liz. We go backstage with uh, <laughs> Nobbs barging into the NW locker room. His arms in a cast. When's this idiot gonna figure it out? Uh, Nobbs is mad about the swerve Jarrett did to him. Jarrett said, uh, "You didn't say you. All you said is you wanted to be in the same ring with him, didn't you?" Well, yeah. You you didn't say you wanted to wrestle him. Um. And then dumb shit does it again. Mm. Yeah. You put well, me in the same ring with him. Jarek's like, okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Also, he said, like, yeah, you didn't pay me enough slap nuts. Yeah, too. <laughs> so, uh. Give me more. I, I said, I said everybody price. I didn't say what that price was. Jared agreed. You'd be in the same ring with Finley again. However, knobs will be taking on Bam Bam tonight. <laughs> yeah, he leaves. He's like, should we do it again? They're like, yeah, yeah. let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, backstage, uh, Arn shows, uh, uh, talks to Funk. Arn says that uh, that he's going to make a decision after the match. Funk says, uh, like, Arn walks away and Funk's like, you only told, you you said you were going to tell me already. You said you were going to tell me already. What a bitch. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> Speaking of a couple, Idol and Lane. They you may want not to- like him, but you have Terry Funk and you book him like a bitch. Yes. Like, are you fucking serious? Jesus Christ. Uh, we have Idol and Lane wanting to challenge the Mamelukes for a title match on Thunder. Look forward to that. I feel like the gimmick right now for Idol and Lane is that they want to do their thing the next show. Yeah. They're always on backstage and like, let's have her match. But on Monday. Well, because they're, they're too busy looking for Rizats. Those Rizats. Yeah, Rizarks. Let's go on Thursday. Okay. So let's go to our next match as it's the Barbarian. Hey, he's back. Where'd they pull him out of? No idea. Versus Tank Abbott. <laughs> Looked like he was been like working on a fucking oil cruiser in Alaska somewhere. Match goes for a bit until Abbott knocks out the Barbarian. That's fucking disrespectful, first of all. I had no goddamn way would he beat up the Barbarian. No. No. They're, uh, they're, they're, and a couple times, Barbarian, this was a little stiff match. Barbarian was like, motherfucker, we can go if you want. Yeah, right? I said, this I was that. a little stiff. I, I enjoyed that part of it. I was like, yeah, okay. Because, yeah. I mean, Tank's not good at fighting, but he's he's down. Yeah, he's you, down you know. to fight. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, give me some of this. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Well, we wanted that, but they're giving us another big owl well, then versus that. Tank Abbott stare oh, down. but it's so worth it. I don't even know what happens. I just know I hate it right now. Uh, I'm just saying that there is a Big Al versus Tank Abbott match at Super Brawl. Fantastic. Uh, oh, it's so... I cannot wait. Fuck. Awesome. Uh, we go backstage with the crowbar walking from the de- demon's casket and then starts playing air guitar and rocking out. Trying to party every day. We see the kid cam looking at Tori. I mean, wouldn't... I mean... Uh, yeah. And that is um, it an outfit. Have to, they'd have to call it the prison cam if I had it. Contrary <laughs> uh, brings up that the executive, I hate executive committee are going to look into the actions of one Jeff Jarrett. 
for his the what he has done for his match against. He hasn't done nothing wrong. Sid and Hall, uh, Hall tonight. God damn it! He gets better. We go to a promo now of Oklahoma as he's in charge of the women's division. God damn it! Women don't belong in the ring. They try their best. Bless their hearts. Uh, women are going to start getting a medical a- examinations every week, and I'll be in the same room. Uh, Oklahoma brings up the doctor, Doctor Jeter. Co- he's a cosmetic doctor. He uh, did work on one Medusa. So, since he can't say what he's worked on the doctor-patient confidentiality thing, Oklahoma's just gonna r- throw some up stuff off, and you can say yes or no. They can't. That's still violently st- the yeah. same thing. I was gonna say they, they can't. But okay. But, <laughs> but we're, we're, we're play along. <laughs> Did you work on her nose? Yes. Eyes? Yes. Lips? Yes. Chest? No, no, hold on, hold on. Yeah, chest. <laughs> and then? And then he's like, is there anything else? Yes. He's like, good Lord, what else is there? And the crowd popped. That was funny. Did but, you work on her ass? Yes. But then here comes Mad USA. Looking like she's about to pop, to be honest. Yes. I First, know. Oklahoma says that she doesn't want Medusa out. She wants He wants her out of the division because there's nothing natural her. Natural about He's, her. I mean, He's not wrong. You're not wrong. She comes on out and slaps the doctor and kicks Oklahoma. Medusa breaks the cardboard over the do- uh, doctor's head and then grinds her foot into her his groin. That seems rude, but all right. We go to Mean Gene as uh, the committee has been in the meeting for multiple hours now, and Terry Taylor will announce the, what they come up with. So they've been in the meetings for hours now. Hours. Hours, but didn't they just announce this match like thirty minutes ago? Mm-hmm. Well, they may have been meetings about other things. You know what about that? Like uh, what's happening to this fucking company? And then this was just kind of thrown on. Yeah, if I was part of a committee, that's the conversation I'd be having. Like, what's happening to this fucking company? Where you come back from commercial and Terry Taylor is with oh, me and Gene. Well, that's, that's not great. Taylor announces that Jarrett's reign of terror ends tonight as Mark Johnson is out as the ref at Super Brawl 2000. And the main event against Sid and Hall will now be for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. I hated this for one specific reason. Why? Because when he first started, he said, the committee, we can't change participants. We can just change stipulations. And then immediately removed Mark for the referee. I know, <laughs> like, right? Um, Didn't you remove a... So, what? And also, why the fuck can't you change participants? Yeah, that doesn't make any that sense. What the hell are you talking about? You're the championship committee. You do whatever the fuck you want. Don't you worry about that. Jesus Christ. This is probably fucking Rooster's idea to begin with. And that little thing... I wouldn't worry about that little thing. Don't worry about that. <laughs> that stupid cockle dude. We see Jarrett mad as hell, but you see Hall laugh in the back. Uh, then we get a recap from uh, 1989, a I Quit match between Ric Flair and Terry Funk. Where was that at, Corey? New York knockout. Clash of the Champions 9, Troy, New York. Where the fuck is Troy, New York? It's upstate. Jesus. Uh, our next. Uh, when did they go back to Troy, New York? Well, I can tell you why. Uh, back in the late '80s, to that point, still Vince McMahon had so much power, especially in the East, that that's one of the few places there they could actually get a book. Closer you get to New York, it's Troy. Uh, Troy, and then they uh, eventually they got into the Meadowlands um, in the early '90s. But that's it. Jesus, yeah, they had to go to Troy. Holy fuck! 
I uh, he throws them out almost everywhere. Yeah, it's. I feel bad for these two, right? For Funk and Flair. Yeah. Well, they're putting a bad it's, situation. Well, that, but like, I'm sure. I actually never seen this match. I'm sure this match was great when it happened. Right, but you like juxtapose it with what we watch now, and then you're like, "That is some weak ass tame bullshit compared to what the fuck we watch weekly." Yeah, no, at the time, like it does not age well for this audience. It's I can tell you, it's it's a fantastic match. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, it's like, I think I gave it four and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Like it's, for for the time, it's fucking fantastic. Right, it does not hold up <laughs> when compared to the moves done. You like even you, like you showed that ladder match from the yeah. Rumble, or whatever. You're like. Or the tables match, like yeah, come on, dog. Yeah, it's like it's. So I feel bad for them because it's not painting their feud in the right light, probably. A- but like, oranges. what are you gonna do? Not yeah. show the highlight? You know what I mean? Like they're they're really in a in a rock and a hard yeah. place here. And depending on and supposed to if you can't show the blood on TV, like what the fuck are you gonna do? Can't show blood, right? And the odd part is, especially like he's slow, but. As we all know from ECW in Japan, Funk is down to do the dangerous hardcore shit. Yeah, he's fucking, like, he's down. He could, he'd, he'd wrestle with all those guys and end up doing that crazy shit. Um, it's just not WCW. It's a, it's a, it's an odd fit. It's, but, but it's WWF has grabbed everybody. Yep. And at this point, with Taz and the Dudleys coming into the WWF at the same time, it's crystal clear more than ever that. ECW is just a, a direct pathway to the WWF yeah, now. They're not long. So what are you, what are you supposed to do? You're like, okay, I guess we got these legends that aren't under contract. We got to have somebody. That's weird. So that's what you do. So we go from that highlight reel of the Funk Flair I Quit match to another Funk Flair I Quit match. Not As quite the same. Terry Funk versus David. Funk tells David to quit, uh, quit before the match even starts. David says no. F- Funk calls out the 14-time champ because he's lost it 14 times. Um, Flair is able to hit Funk with multiple chair shots. Funk says stands and says he's not quitting. Funk then pile drives Flair onto the mat on the outside and then pile drives again on the cement on the outside. Then he pile drives David through a table. Uh, they say it's a Music City showdown. Call back there. That one is, yes. Um, right after Flair beat Ricky Steamboat to win the title for the sixth time, Flair, uh, Funk comes in and challenges him, and when he kind of brushes him off, Funk attacks him and then pile drives him on the table, which in 1989, in May 1989, set the wrestling world on fire because that shit just wasn't done. Yep. Um, uh, Madden during this says the crowd's silent, but they're chanting, We want Flair. They were. They for sure were not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Funk puts David on table and hits him with the chair. Um, Flair's going to do. Uh, Funk's going to do a moonsault to the outside onto Flair, but he gives uh, Rick a count of five to come out. Uh, Flair doesn't come out, and Funk's like, you know, I'm tired of beating you. I quit. You know what's fucked up? Between the last like 14 months of television. This company is obsessed with painting Ric Flair as the worst fucking father you could ever fucking have. Who cares literally not at all about his son. Yep. Like. At least not this son. Huh? At least not this son. Yeah, at least <laughs> not this one. Because Jesus. I mean. It's a very uh, Shane Stephanie situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, I know it's weird. Because, like, like, 
I've never gotten the sense that he's a bad dad. He's a horrific fucking husband, but yeah, horrific like, husband. By all accounts, an okay dad. You know, you know he, when he was there, he'd spend time with the kids and went to the wrestling meets mm-hmm. and cheerleader stuff, and you know, he was proud of them. And yeah. but husbands, that's a different story. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's uh, we go back. Like <laughs> art there. Yeah. <laughs> we cut backstage and see Arn telling Tanae that he'll have his answer in two minutes, aka. When we come back from commercial. Break. We come back to Tanae and Arn, uh, Arn saying the beating David just got. Ric Flair didn't need to make that happen. Um, and Funk didn't have to beat up David like that. I disagree. It's a match. Um, and also, he really didn't. That was such a tame like yeah. beating. He, he piled dropped like three times. That was like a night off for Funk. Right. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, Arn says Ric Flair is being Ric Flair, like, not being David's father. Hogan beat his ass way worse last year. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, he <laughs> did. In, way in, worse. In front of him, too. In yes. front of Ric Flair. <laughs> so Arn says, you know what? I'm going to bow out. And uh, the situation is between now uh, you, Funk, and you, Flair. Hey, Corey, you know how like, we said uh, booking fuck like a bitch is a good idea? How about booking Arn Anderson like a bitch? That's that's cool, guys. This entire feud. <laughs> Jesus, man. Has, you know, it's weird. Like, I'm, I'm different from you guys because I'm older. Mm-hmm. The idea of Terry Funk versus Ric Flair in 2000 doesn't excite me like it would have back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But I'm still down for it. I'm like, okay, these guys are both can do things for that age. They're both magnificent, smart workers. They'll figure out a way to have right. a good match. But who the fuck is booking this angle? This is goddamn ridiculously embarrassing. God, it's bad. It's so terrible. Just let the two, just let them cut promos about how they hate each other. And then fight. They've hated each other for years. Right? And nothing has fucking changed. Didn't have the match. It's simple. Be better than this. Pretty terrible. But you know, go. I know they can do it. Because uh, I'm under. They do it with somebody yeah. else in Flair. Yeah. They do it wonderfully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of terrible, our next match is Disco Inferno versus Stevie Ray. Jesus. Look, I'm all for random matches, but there are certain matches where if you just look at it, you're like, why would that ever be something somebody's like, you know what? Let's put those two out there. And I, I need you to explain something to me, Corey. Yes. I don't understand. Stevie Ray hired Jay Biggs. Mm-hmm. Why is Booker T facing Big T for the rights to Harlem Heat that Big T doesn't even own? Stevie Ray owns those. What in the fuck is happening with this feud? I think it's just because they <laughs> his yes. name is Big T, and they're, they're obsessed with that point. Oh, we'll have the two guys with T fight over the thing. But then you took the T off of Booker, so now it's just Big T versus Booker. Plus, it's I think they... I don't know what they paid him, but my guess is they want to get some money off Too the, much? the well, investment the, uh... they made in old uh, Moadib. My God, dude. What in the yeah. fuck is happening? I don't know. This is bad. This, again, like most anything in this company right now, this is bad. Jesus. Uh, just like this match, uh, Big T and the Momloos argue as the ref is busy with them instead of the match inside. Madden asked Jay Biggs if he used to carry a tennis racket. <laughs> oh, my mistake. Someone else. <laughs> damn it uh, Disco I'm guessing Cornette's not a fan of Mark Madden I'm guessing <laughs> no those yeah. two hate each other <laughs> um, that was a pretty funny line I guess. That, was, that was pretty funny uh, Stevie misses hitting the slapjack and Disco hits the swing neck breaker then all of a sudden Disco and Charles Robinson both see the slapjack on the floor they both go for it this leads to a Disco walking into the slapjack by Stevie Ray for the win mm. yep <laughs> Gotta make 
Stevie Ray look strong? Yep. Into his because Big T's got a big match coming up. <laughs> checks out, people. It checks out. We have. Can you? Uh, can, you uh, can you symbiotically like through osmosis transfer uh, momentum? Is that a thing? Can you do that? No, I don't no? think so. All right. Well, he's not the, not the Moa Div. But, <laughs> but you know what? WCW will try. <laughs> we go backstage with Jarrett and Hall talking. They walk out of the locker room and want to talk in the hallway. Uh, Jarrett doesn't want Hall to wrestle because uh, Don't worry the about board it. wants to break up the NWO. Don't worry about it, Double AJ. He's like, why, why, why do you need a title match? And Hall's like, well, because of World War Three, yeah, so they, uh, they owe me this is that gimmick in World War Three ninety seven, brother. I still haven't gotten that. That know? was a really fucking funny line. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe because I won World War Three. Like, I don't, I don't know. care. Slap ass. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "Don't worry, man. I'm just gonna soften up uh, Sid tonight for you. The belt's yours, man. The belt's yours." Then we like cut straight. Both to of them so insincere. Yeah. Jesus. Then we cut straight to Gene with Sid. Sid says he's not afraid and says that uh, he has tricked the NWO every time. Pretty cool. Says uh, Hall's career will be over after this match. He's not wrong. Tick tock, tick tock. Commentary <laughs> brings up, guys. Bobby Heenan may not be on Nitro anymore, but he will be on Thunder. I forgot they shoved him over to Thunder for a couple months. <sighs> yeah, it what doesn't a, last. What a team. It doesn't last too long. Yeah. Then we cut to Ric Flair leaving the arena. As you said, Arn, I had something for you, and you ruined it. So uh, I had a piece of ass. I'm out. Uh, Arn's like, have you seen the NBO ass? I'm going to go with them. <laughs> I'm going to go hang out with them. Not these soccer moms you picked up at practice earlier. <laughs> Let's go to our next match, the Hardcore Championship, as it's Brian Knobs versus Bam Bam Bigelow with Fit Finley as the special guest referee. <laughs> In the same ring, baby. <laughs> hey, that's true. Uh, they fight around the ring. They hit each other weapons, ladders, chairs, trash cans, lids. Finley gives Nobbs a chair, and Nobbs uses it on Bam Bam. And then Finley uses the chair on Nobbs, and then Bam Bam makes the cover for the win. So your new hardcore champion, Bam Bam Bigelow. I remember none of this. What a waste of Bam Bam. Tony Tony doesn't know what's going on. I love the fact. He's like, what is going on? Why did Nobbs just turn on him? Why did Nobbs give him a chair? What is going on? Nobody knows what's happening. Remember Bam Bam and Goldberg? And Goldberg. Yep. In the fall of 98. And Bam Bam being uh, not an integral part of the triad. Him and Canyon were the best part. Yep. Like, um, he could still go. That, that's over. Yeah. This is fucking terrible. But this is his lot in life. Too many enemies uh, up in the boardroom. I guess. With Stroke. Well, not Rooster, Jared. Rooster got it out for him? Uh, Rooster, Nash. The click could not stand Bam Bam Bigelow. I mean, um, so a lot of that going around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we go backstage with the Mamelukes and Lane and Idol getting into a fight with each other because Lane and Idol want a tag match. Got to set up that thunder match. Yep. Fight forever. Then we see Kidman and Tori headed to the ring. As our next match, it's Kidman with Tori versus the Demon. <sighs> what? Billy Kidman versus the Demon. Go ahead. Continue. I. Uh, all right. Uh, well, this just says back and forth match between the two. However, the crowd's more occupied with Tori. Uh, well, uh, yes. Uh, Kidman wins with a top rope Frankensteiner. After the match, Crowbar attacks Kidman, and then Crowbar bows to the demon and says that basically he's not worthy. 
Hmm. Yes, Corey? What is happening with the demon? All right. I don't particularly like him. Nope. But they spent a gazillion dollars on the rights to this character. So professional business period, but wrestling uh, knowledge tells you, well, let's try to get an investment back. Yep. Let's, Sell let's some try merch. to recoup some of this money. Oh, I'm sure any merch would go straight to Gene Simmons. <laughs> um, but like, let's at least make him a part of the show. People want to see, build him up, mm-hmm. make it worth the investment. But no, we're going to have him job every fucking match we has, no matter who the opponent, have him never win. Well, at least this one's competitive on Nitro. Uh, or that I, later. I just... I, yeah. Especially when I... Especially with what I have to tell you guys next week. Um, this boggles my mind. I don't remember the demon being a jobber. Neither I do don't I. remember the demon. I remember the demon, but I don't remember him being this jobber. Same. Like... We cut to Sid laughing probably at the f- fact that the demon just jobbed again. Yeah, he's watching. He's looking at the booking sheet. And like, <laughs> uh, We see the total package head of the ring. This time he has a chair with Hogan's logo on it, not Sting's. Bum, bum, bum. Guess who came back and stole your heat, brother? So <laughs> our, my feud now. <laughs> we go to a promo of the total package. May have caved your face in, but he said he's better looking than I am. Is mm-hmm. Sting taking longer than they thought to come back? Is that what no, this is? No, no, this is. We need Hogan back on TV now. Uh, he wants to work with Luger. Checks out. Because okay. Luger will do the job. Okay. Uh, Luger says that uh, he has uh, won every major title in the wrestling business. He is no second rate wrestler. That's true. That yeah. Hogan thinks he is. <laughs> oh, he is a second rate wrestler. Oh. That's what I meant. He's, so he wants to. Uh, Sent a message to one Hulk Hogan. So he calls out the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Uh, Jimmy calls Alex a Hogan wannabe. True. Won't sell out any of the arenas that Hogan has. True. Won't sell as much merch as Hogan has. Definitely true. true. Uh, more people watch Hogan get the mail instead of Hogan at, than Luger at house shows. True. true. So uh, what does Package do? He attacks him. Uh, For telling the truth? That's rude. Yep. He attacks Jimmy, and uh, they put his arm in Man. a chair and stomp on it. Booker T wasn't nearly this violent with Jay Biggs. He <laughs> yeah. sure should be like, arrested and executed immediately. Right? So, yeah. Uh, also, it's the year 2000. Did anyone give a fuck about Jimmy Hart? Like, what the no. fuck? Is I supposed to get heat? I, I will say I did like the fact I, that Jimmy comes out. At least beat out. up his kid. Like, fuck, man. I like the fact Jimmy does come out wearing, like, the headphones and, like, he's working backstage. Because that's what he does now. Yeah. He's an agent. He, he's not coming out in his, you know, I'm not upset he's there. Jackets. Yeah. Because he's very valuable to yeah. any company he works For sure. In. Yeah. Not only for the agent stuff, but that motherfucker does all of the... Uh, PR stuff, the music as well, but <laughs> PR stuff. You need people that don't sell dates. Mm-hmm. Goodwill ambassador. That might, that fucker does all of it with a smile on his face. So he's very invaluable to a company. But he shouldn't be on TV in 2000 unless he's going to manage somebody. And then, but yeah, even yeah. then, you don't really need it anymore. Right. But got to get Hogan's buddy on TV to because I mean, let's be honest, it's not like Hogan's going to show up to build up the uh, angle. No. Nah. <laughs> 
get his buddy to do it. He's there anyway. Just beat him up, and then I'll come in and whip your ass. The first two steps to this build is Brian Knobs and Jimmy Hart. Yep. I mean, I I pray to God that Brutus still isn't in the building. Fuck. Because next week he's going to get his arm broken. Kill yourself! (laughs) Next week will be Horace. If they could find him, sure. Death matches in Japan. Uh, Let's go to our main event for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Sid versus Scott Hall. Sid, like, instantly chokeslams Hall. I'm like, oh, shit, this might be it. And I was like, Jesus, that's a quick match. But then he poses, and then Hall uh, rakes the eyes. Uh, Hall does the fallaway slam, but Sid hits the ref. Uh, Hall calls for backup as Jarrett comes down. They beat up Sid on the outside. Jarrett begins to leave. Hall hits the outsider edge. Easily, by the way. Let's not overshadow this. Oh, my God. He picked up Sid with relative ease Dude. and gave him the razor's edge. We yeah. say it every time. It's like We forget how tall he is. We forget how fucking strong he is. God Holy damn. Because Sid's Just, not tiny. Nope. No. Jesus Christ. He, he did, Sid didn't I've use I watched him and Nash struggle to get him up. <laughs> yeah. He did not use the uh, rope assistant. Yeah, the rope assistant. No, he just lifted his ass up. up. Yep. Hits My the God. outsider edge. Like that's cool. As that's happening, Jarrett's leaving, and then he turns around and notices this, and he goes, what the hell? Like, Wait a minute, slap nuts. This runs, is my title. Runs back in and yells at Hall, what the hell are you doing? So then he hits Hall with the guitar. Sid, then he places Sid on top of Hall as the ref makes the three count. Ego has run amok. Then yep. he walks away, and he runs into those NWO members, the Harris brothers, and he goes, you're either with me or with him. Uh, no, no. That's you're either with me or with that bitch. Yep. You make yep. your choice. And Steiner's like, well, I'm suspended, so it doesn't really matter. Wow. So that was the Nitro, guys. There it was. You know, it's weird. I, I finished watching it last week, and I thought, it wasn't great. But I didn't hate it like the last couple of weeks. I was like, ah, I guess there's enough meat on the bone to not fucking loathe this episode. That's fair. Um, but going back, it sounds worse than I remember. <laughs> but but it's still, it's, it wasn't as bad as previous weeks. No. Um, well, they at least have, like, fucking world title, like... A semblance of a, a storyline. Yeah. You know what's sad, though? If you take away all the aging guys, you know, the yep. Hogan, Luger... Sting, Flair Funk. Well, once you get past Jarrett, who the fuck are legitimate challengers for Sid? Uh, there are a couple they haven't done fuck all with. So they're not ready. They're not ready. So yeah, it's like, holy fuck, this is looking dire. Yep. Well, if only had like two or three of them from a different company. Well, speaking of that. Yeah, speaking of which. Let's go down to D-Bag. Let's go to Dallas. I call it D-Bag. Okay. Let's go to that. Let's go to Dallas. Baby. Let's go to Dallas. February 7th, 2000. Commentary team, JR and the King. We're going to recap of SmackDown. The uh, Radicals gain their matches, and if they win their matches, they get the contracts. They lose them all. Um, then X-Pac comes down and uh, for his match. As he's walking down, commentary brings up that Kane's been put back in the loony bin. Oh, damn. Too many people. You know what? We never talk about Kane, and now it's time to bring this up. We always talk about Sting being the dumbest motherfucker in wrestling. Yep. But this guy's supposed to be an evil monster. Yep. And he is just as dumb as Sting when it comes to trusting people. Accurate. How is that possible? Why does he trust anybody? Exactly. He's a fucking monster. Yeah. But this guy gets turned on every month. Yeah. (laughs) His brother set him on fire, and that's the trust issues. And his dad? 
Yeah. And then women, tag team partners, yep. well, as, random people on the street. Yep. As, his mailman. Well, as Jerry Lawler said, well, can't grieve forever. <laughs> hey, he's back in the loony bin. Oh, well. However, as Xbox in the ring, the radicals come through the crowd and enter the ring. Crowd goes crazy for this. Uh, they say that they came to the WWF to wrestle. Eddie thanks the fans for all the support. Um, it, to me, it sounds like they understand that they had their one shot, and mm-hmm. they didn't get it. They, want, they didn't lose themselves in the moment. Yep. They want to bring out Cactus Jack and thank him. He comes out. Uh, Triple H comes out right behind Jack before they can even say anything. Um, Stephanie says, uh, the stuff in the ring makes her sick. Won't be the last time she ever says that. Um, they're She's tired of Jack continue going after them. Triple H wants to finish this between him and Jack at no way out. Jack, uh, then Triple H like, you know what, Jack? You can make any match you want, but it can't be, uh, no barbed wire bats, no tax, nothing. But you can have any match you want. And, uh, Catch is like, oh, I can have anything I want, right? Yeah, of course. All right, fine. Our match at No Way Out will be hell in a cell. Yep. But I want something, too. Yeah. It warrants it. Triple H says, I'll go through hell to face you, Foley, but you have to put something on the line, and that something will be your career. Mm-hmm. Foley says uh, he has to done it all, but he hasn't done, hasn't done one thing in his career. That is main event WrestleMania. Foley says he will accept the match with Triple H, but Triple H has to put the title on the line. And if Foley loses, he won't wrestle again. But if he wins, he gets to go to WrestleMania. No crazy stipulation matches from here, from No Way Out to Mania. He wants the right away. There's no way he's losing that title. Mm-hmm. Triple H says, you know what? You have 20 days, Jack. 20 days till it's over. Uh, but then Triple H starts to head down the ring. He's like, you know what? I'm going to want some of your ass right now. And then he tells the radicals to leave the ring. Or, or catch a beating. Or, or catch the beating or appreciate the that they gave them the opportunity. Appreciate the man yep. who gave you the opportunity. Your contracts. And then the man that gave them the contracts. And Foley's so good here. He As soon as he says contracts, Foley looks up and goes like, fuck. Turns around. And then turns around. And they beat the shit out of him. And uh, heat from the crowd. Yep. Oh, my God, dude. This was so good. They beat him up. Triple H pedigrees him. So what What did you guys think of that? Like, the the pace of the same. This whole segment was good. Yeah. The, like, the pace of Triple H going, appreciate the opportunity we gave you. And appreciate the person that gave you your, and then it gets into the ring. Contracts. Contracts. It was perfect. Uh, that, I thought, is actually what I enjoyed more was, like, the anger between back and forth between Triple H and Cactus Jack. Yeah. When Cactus Jack was, like, shaking because he wanted that match so bad. Like, this whole promo was, this was so good. This was a home run for everybody involved Holy in it from beginning shit. to end. So the, the beat down they, they gave They elevated him. six people in one time. Yeah. The blood feeds back on. Oh, the beat down they gave him. <laughs> That's why last week we talked about how fucking stupid that was. Was Jack was being nice. This is how you get over new talent. Oh my god, Taz is like, yeah, I know, isn't it? Yeah, cool. Taz is back in catering. <laughs> uh, so good, and this it was genius too because they need heels, mm-hmm. and it's it was going to be tough 
to have these guys be heels, but just walking in the door because people are going to be so happy to see him. Right. So you do what you did this into. This is why this is my favorite year of doing it. I mean, this is just. It's so fucking it's good, so dude. Do, it's so well done. Because now uh, I'm assuming, I'm just looking ahead for some, I'm sure they kind of replace most of DX and as far as like being lackeys. For the time, yeah. Like, this is a very good way to update that because you yes. need people who getting, can be Triple H's lackeys. I know I've been down but since But the matches are better all, all immediately. But I'm getting a little tired of DX as the heel thing here. Yeah, and, yeah, and the match quality significantly and honestly, goes and up. And the crowd likes the other three except for Triple H. Yeah. Like, they don't want to they boo them. They want to cheer the They don't want to boo and, them. And Xbox getting that Xbox heat Xbox. as soon as he turned heel. Yep. Yeah, 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 he is. Because they liked Kane. Yeah, like, they liked Kane. It's that weird thing I said earlier about how the... And other shows about how the crowd is with the outlaws. They yeah. do the intro every. Well, because uh, you're right. I'm going to say this, and it sounds like it's disrespectful to the guys. They made it work. They got over more power to them. But the outlaws themselves weren't over. It was the intro. Yeah. That intro was over. Yep. Whoever did it. And, they, and nobody could do it like Road Dog. No. But that's There's what was over. But that was what was over. Once the bell rang, they were good enough to continue the heat. They were put in DX, which was smart. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the intro. That's all that's over. Yep. We go backstage. Oh, first segment. Jesus Christ. After so this good. segment, and we go see Triple H saying that the Foley's night is not over. As he says that him and Xbox will be teaming together with the Radicals to take on Foley in a, in a 10-man tag, and Foley can pick whoever he wants. Good luck finding four people. The good only luck. thing I hated was I was like, well, I already know the four. I, I already knew as soon as he said it. But it, it didn't matter, though. It didn't, but we'll I was just like... We'll get to it. We'll uh, get to it. We'll get to it. They, the only, it's the only part that bugged me. And they did such a good job building up through the show. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll get to it. Yeah. There's one part that, in fact, made the entire show. Yeah. And I'll get to it. Okay. Well, let's go to our first match, though. It's for the WWF Tag Team Championships, as it's the New Age Outlaws oh, versus Sorry. Edge and Christian. Okay. Dudley's come out and sit at, announce, at the announce table. <laughs> so, this, so this whole match is the Dudleys arguing with Jr. about calling them the da- damn Dudleys as Bubba's standing over Jr. the entire match. Uh, Edge with a double neck breaker. Christian hits a reverse DDT, but Gunn breaks the pin. Bubba gets on the apron and rams Christian neck over the top rope. This leads to the road dog to hit the pump handle slam for the win. Bubba gets in the face of Jr. and yells at him. And uh, because he's yelling out, I'm like, oh, are, you, are we sick? Are we sick, JR? And he's like, I know you're sick. And then like all of a sudden he turns at King. He's like, no, uh, no thanks for the help, buddy. And Lawler's like, well, if they touched you, I would have done something. But <laughs> However, then the Edge, Edge and Christian do a, uh, attack the Dudleys, and they run off. Uh, we go backstage with Mark Henry telling Mae Young to stand back. She's pregnant. As our next match will be Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry. Angle says that he's an Olympic hero, gold medalist, and had has an had an undefeated streak. Henry got an eight year old pregnant. Why are you why are you cheering him on? I mean, I mean that's valid. Fair. Two Olympians though. Yep. Yeah. Technically, he he uh, he he did say that he uh, he thought that was Henry when he. Uh, oh, that's later on. Uh, Henry squashes Angle to start the match. Um, tosses him up in the air, hits a powerbomb. Um, Henry gets tossed the outside. Uh, <clears throat> Mae Young comes down as she gets into the ring. Angle then hits 
the over-the-head suplex on one 82-year-old May Young. Pregnant, man. Preggers. Well, the ref calls for the bell since May attacked Kurt, so Kurt wins the match, but he celebrates like he won the gold medals after Jesus Olympic Christ. slamming one May Young. God damn it. EMTs come out, and uh, they get a uh, check on May. Rock finally shows up 40 minutes into the show. There it is. I get the commissioner spot, baby. Then we go backstage with the paramedics still checking on May as she's passed out. Then she, all of a sudden she wakes up saying that she doesn't like it on her back and people want to see her puppies. So she takes her shirt off. And I, I, I got to laugh. Look on the, the look la- on the EMT who's at her feet and they zoom in on him. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> that was funny. Huh? That was funny. Oh, damn, pal. They want to see my puppies. Uh, we go backstage with the Hollies wondering if it's a good idea to take on the Acolytes. Um, uh, no. I'm just going to say that now. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Ho- uh, Crash thinks that maybe they should have a... Uh, they could help people with protection and hardcore's like, have I? how many times have I hit you? <laughs> you have that dumb idea. Our next right, match, it's the Acolytes versus the Hollies in a hardcore, hardcore match. Uh, they fight straight to the back as they are fighting at a food stand. The Acolytes take a minute to drink some beer while they're fu- brawling. I mean... Bradshaw's going to powerbomb Crash off a beer counter, but Viscera runs and trips and then gets up and then hits Bradshaw with a two-by-four. He, he slipped on the, on the beer. Better late yeah. than yeah. Better late than never. Yeah. Uh, Bradshaw falls and falls through a table. Crash covers Bradshaw for the win. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Our next match, though, guys, is for the Intercontinental Championship as it's Chris Jericho versus Viscera. Uh, Jericho says uh, he isn't worried about wrestling the love child of Mr. T and Fat Albert. <laughs> Jericho says, Viscera the Hut, he pities the fool who misses with the with the with him. <laughs> Viscera the Hut. Also, that's I, two Mr. T references this week yeah. on the Monday Night War Stories. Checks out. It's unfortunate. We it's find too, out too that many. Uh, mama. China's not here because she is filming Third Rock from the Sun. And oh, it's God. funny, too, because I just watched, like, a couple episodes, and she was the one she was on. Uh, Viscera is having... I guess she beats up somebody because she's strong. Uh, no, she does work out, though, and yeah, Harry, Harry falls does. in love with her. Of course she does. Uh, Viscera is having his way with Jericho, the big guy with the little guy. Jericho is able to hit a bulldog and moonsault, but the Hollies come out and attack Jericho. The Acolytes come on down, and it's all a brawl with the Hollies and Viscera. We're going to recap from earlier tonight of... Uh, the Radicals attacking Foley. We go backstage with Michael Cole with the Radicals, and they're saying it's all about business, not friendship. Um, you know what? Foley doesn't have any stroke around here. You know who does? Triple H. They're mm-hmm. not wrong. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the money all, and the miles. It's all about money. Who said that? Who is the, who's the, the famous person who said that the, the only real things in this business are the money and the miles? I think it was Kevin Nash. I think. It's a well-known wrestling statement. I've heard Pritchard say it a bunch. Yeah. He's out. So, uh, I like that promo. Oh, the Radicals are saying, you know, sorry, Mick, but, uh, yeah. Uh, we see Kevin Kelly hanging out outside the Rock's locker room as he will be talking a little bit. Then we cut to Luna yelling at Gangrel about the fact that Jackie hit her with a chair last week. <laughs> Gangrel's trying to be the calmer, you know, the guy. Hey, calm down. You have a match with her tonight. Take it out then. 
That tells you everything. Gangrel's the calming voice of Jesus. Reason. Our next match was the women's championship match of Luna and Jackie. Jackie wins. Gangrel hits with the impaler after the match. Yep. We get a package of Taz since he's still new to the group. Um, it's like a highlights voiceover of him walking in the alleyway and all this and that. Boy, did did WCW fuck Taz over or no? <laughs> Who knew? When he signed and was going to debut, that they were going to do what they did and yep. hand WWF four guys. Especially because he's like, they had that building for like months when he could have just shown up. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. fuck, man. Then we go backstage Whew. with Kevin Kelly with The Rock. Rock asked Kelly first if he ever had a piece of poontang pie. <laughs> Kevin Kelly, come on, Rock, it's me. I've had some poontang pie. Do not pie. lie to The Rock. Don't don't come at me with a lie. And then <laughs> Kelly gets super sad. And Rock's like, "Do you want it? Your you want to try your first piece of Poontang pie?" This was a. I mean, and then he gets a T-shirt that says Poontang pie and throws that's it over. Embarrassing. Can you imagine buying the shirt that says Poontang pie on the front of it? Yeah. No. God. <laughs> God damn. no. Uh, Rock says he. What doesn't, were they thinking? It was over. Was it? Ish. It wasn't open enough for a shirt. <laughs> Like, there's just some Question. things you just can't Let me, wear. Let me yeah, ask you this. Let me ask you, both of you. Would you rather buy that Poontang Pie t-shirt or a current-day WWE t-shirt? Current-day. Current-day. Oh, I'm not wearing a Poontang yeah. Pie shirt. That's going to offend so many people. Jesus even back then. Christ. Like, where are you going to go wearing it? No. Like, the gym? I've, I've I skipped. I, used, I almost bought that um, Not at the Table Carlo shirt from the Hangover because I'm like, I'm not going to explain a baby jacket off. I'm not doing that to people. Yeah. No, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> it's a funny shirt, but I'm not wearing it. Hmm. Uh, Rock, sa- Rock says that he doesn't uh, care who wins between Triple H and Jack at No Way Out because he is meant to go to WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, Kevin Kelly then like shakes his watch, like adjusting like, himself, looking, looking at it. He was looking at it through the shirt. <laughs> Ke- Kevin, is Poontang bo- boring you, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a little Kuntse Kuntse, Kevin? Uh, here we well, go. There it is. <laughs> uh, Rock says that, you know what? He will be... Catches Jack's partner. It won't be five on one. It'll be five on two. The that's, crowd loses it. That's the part that saves the show for me. Oh. Because it was so smart mm-hmm. to get The Rock verbally saying he'll be one of the partners out of the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. It created so much opening for the show. One that answers didn't have to hammer home all the way. All right. The while. Plus, it's always good to get the one super obvious one out of the way. Yep. So, again, just booked so smartly. It's five on two now. Rock says he's been DX for years. On to Benoit, on to Malenko, on to Guerrero, on to Saturn, <laughs> on to Pluto, on to Mars, on to Uranus. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> Rock tells them to get their new contracts and shove it up their candy asses. It's <laughs> good. The Poontang stuff was embarrassing. The rest of the promo was really yeah. good. Then we see the Godfather getting ready with the, the, the best hose you can find in Dallas. That should be some top quality hose. I, I disagree to that. There should be, I said. I don't think he tried hard enough. Yeah. As our next match is D'Lo, DeLorean Brown versus Godfather, with the Godfather versus the Dudley Boys. Uh, They announced that uh, next week's Raw will be on a later time because that dog show. They are openly burying that fucking dog show. Well, at least this time... They're on the same night. Right. This is the first every other year. They've just Thursday. been preempted or on a Saturday or Thursday. Friday. Yeah, yeah. Thursday through um, Friday. Well, yeah. Is it uh, Thursday, Raw Thursday? Yep. Yeah. So at least this year, and it's live too. Yep. So. What a lead in. 
Uh, Dudley's run down and attacked the uh, DeLorean. Godfather or the hose are still trying to exit the ring. Godfather hits the tra- uh, hoe train splash and goes for the pimp drop, but Devon chop blocks him. And that hurts his knee as the hoes are checking on Dudley. They're call- uh, uh, checking on Godfather. They're calling for help. D'Lo hits the frog splash, but Bubba breaks up the pin. D'Lo uh, gets hit with the 3D by the Dudleys for the win. Bubba pulls out a table, and Devon um, look goes over and looks like he's going to go grab the Godfather, but he grabs BB, the EMT. Bubba gets on top of the announce table as he's going to powerbomb her to prove a point to one good old JR about this until Edge and Christian the Hardys come out of nowhere and chase them off. Okay. Didn't save Terry, but saved BB. Once again, uh, tonight we get an earlier tonight of the Rackles attacking uh, Jack. We go Michael Cole with Captain Jack. Jack is saying that he's willing to go five on one. He didn't ask for any help, but he'll take it. Uh, then we cut back to DX and the Radicals getting ready, aka them just standing there because I don't think no one notified them. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't tell them to walk. Nope. They were just all standing there. That I think was so someone, funny. Someone was like doing push ups, and then like Ben Wallace just standing there, like looking down the hallway, starts to walk, stops. Like, <laughs> awkward. You yeah. know what? The, the four of them had to be like, I thought we got rid of this shit. Right. <laughs> we came to the professional place. What the fuck is happening? So, it's Russo here. Our <laughs> main event. It's 10 man tag. Well, so far, five on two. Triple H, X Pac, Chris Benoit, Saturn, and Dean Malenko versus Cactus Jack and The Rock. That's a fucking talent in that match. I was just Jesus saying, first of all, Christ. before you even get to Cactus and Rock, look at that one team. Holy Jesus. Fuck, dude. Jesus. Eddie's on the outside. Yeah. Stephanie joins commentary. Jack and Rock get meet up halfway down the aisle. They book it in the ring until the lights go out for a split second, and then two cools music hits. Fucking crowd explodes. Grandmaster and Sky Too Hotty and Rikishi run down and join this 10-man tag. It's an all-out brawl to start the match. The crowd is losing it. Yeah. This, this is one of the more infamous oh, raws in Dude. history. Um. Go ahead. I just, okay. I'll talk when it's done. It's an all-out brawl. Rock suplexes Triple H on the ramp. Rikishi hits a belly-belly on X-Pac. Jack and Benoit are fighting on the outside in the crowd. Um, crowd's still going crazy this whole time. Benoit hits a belly-to-back suplex on Rikishi. Jack gets tagged in. It takes uh, takes down Benoit, but then a ta- a Triple H attacks. Blood feeds back on because he hits Benoit. Then he goes straight to Triple H. He's on the outside. Rock gets in the arena, blows off. It goes crazy. Every time Rock got on, the the pub, the crowd noise got bigger and bigger. And then once he got tagged in, it went off. But they, to be honest, any face that got tagged in, the crowd blew up. Yeah. And every time Triple H got in the ring, they chanted asshole the entire time. Uh. Earl gets tagged in, but Earl doesn't see it. This has caused the mass chaos begin. Triple H pedigrees Grandmaster, and Benoit hits a flying headbutt for the win. Jack breaks up the pin, but Earl doesn't see it. Because Triple H hits him, and... Yeah, not in time. Not in time, yeah. Um, all hell's breaking loose. The outlaws run down with pipes in their hands, hitting all the faces. Then they have a power outage. 
Then you see the wide shot of the Titantron, and then you see a guy in a red suit come out multiple times because it's a picture and picture and picture on the Tron. It's one Paul Bear. In a red In a red suit. suit. Yep. And then Kane music hits. Crowd goes shit. JR selling it. Kane wants the Xbox. Punches the Xbox. Kane wants anybody that gets his hands on. One arm choke slams Billy Gunn, choke slams Saturn. All the faces stand as the heels are running up the ramp to end. Wear my favorite Kane outfit, the black. Oh, love that outfit. What a fucking main event. That is 11 people, by the way, who are giant over. Yep. 11 people. It's not. <laughs> In one segment, dog. God damn. And, and genius booking, because you have Jack and Triple H. Mm-hmm. The only thing missing was Big Show for Rock. Yeah. But then Rock's so over, he's fighting everybody. Kane comes in at the end mm-hmm. to, to address the X-Pac thing. The Outlaws come out because they're part of DX. Yep. And now also, you've also created another feud with Rikishi and Too Cool and the, and the radicals. radicals. So, I mean... Like everything is spun into gold. Here. I know, I know, I know. We said it before, but once again, let me state He's this: created five matches for pay per view. Let me see. Let me segment. let me state the talent in this match and the run-ins: Triple H, Hall of Famer, X Pac, Hall of Famer, Benoit, Hall of Famer, should, should, be, should be. be Saturn, no, yeah. Malenko, no, but borderline, but, but borderline. important to the business. Yes. He tried literally helped train X Pac. So. Eddie, Eddie on Hall the outside. You have Cactus Jack, Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer, The Rock, Hall of Famer. Famer. You have Rikishi, Hall, Hall of Famer. Famer. Grandmaster and they Sky should Chuhani be as a tag, a tag team. team. They should be as a tag team. Kane, Hall of Hall Famer. Famer. Paul Bear, Paul Hall Bear. Famer. Hall of <laughs> Famer. Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn, Hall Road Dog, Hall of Famer, Famer tag yep, team. Yep, yep. Holy fuck, dude! That 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 this main event alone <laughs> destroys the entire roster of WCW. Yeah, Jesus they don't have Christ. They don't have anybody. Uh, they don't have that many stars in WCW no. compared to that. No. Um, and and to blow your mind further. You just named all those people that are monster fucking over. Mm-hmm. They didn't even bother. They still have Chris Jericho. Yep. Who is monster fucking over. Who isn't is even a part who of Who is more over than the Radicals are. Yeah. And isn't even a part He's of He's their this. second baby face. Yeah. <laughs> and so you remember, it's like all that star power, right? I mean, they, I, everybody in this match that was in the segment is bananas over. Remember that main event from Spring Stampede last year? Yep. Those four giant stars. Mm-hmm. None of them are this over. No, not, not like one this. of them. And you know, it's, and this company is white hot. We went through the, the we went through Raw, APA, mm-hmm. over Edge and Christian, over Hardys, over Dudley's, over. Um, you have Godfather, the Hollies, the Hollies, Hollies Godfather's over. Because of the ho- yeah, um, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, over. Pretty much Brock Henry and May, and the ones who went over. Yeah, and the women, because whatever. But yeah, like Jeez. that was just Monday night. Yeah. Dude. Embarrassment of yeah. riches. How crazy must that have felt, right? For so, like, uh, think about the matches that Saturn and Malenko and Benoit had on the pay per view to that tepid fucking audience. They and then they performed on this. They, How insane is that? Those three, and I'll include Eddie. He's on the floor. Yeah, they had to feel so vindicated. Oh my god! And like, finally. We get right. what we deserve. Right. Like, this is awesome. You know, you know, it's funny, too. And the fact of you have all this talent right now in just this main event. Look who you're missing. 
Stone Cold, Stone Cold Taker. Taker. Jericho. Jesus, dude. I mean, fuck. Whew. Like, this is, at the time, dude, at the time, you could feel something was happening. This tag match reminded me of uh, Canadian Stampede. Mm-hmm. And you want to know the honest truth? The Canadians versus the Americans. That's what it reminded me of. No fault of his own. He's still the biggest star in the business. But at the time, looking at shows like this that were happening, there was a consensus among some of us fans like Stone Cold could just go to WCW. So as someone who's a firm rock guy, I was like, I didn't care if he ever came back. See? I was totally cool with it. I was like, <laughs> we just don't need him. It's, it's ridiculous, right? Like, what are you going to plug? Because like, obviously he's at the top, right? So then you lose somebody. And, and then what was the point? And you can't not put him back up top. Right. Like, you can't. But then, uh, like, so then do you lose Benoit? Do you lose Rock? Like, what do you do? I mean, you lose Rock because it's, it's Triple H to Austin. That's what you lose. You well, lose Rock. First of all, that's uh, that's an issue that every wrestling promoter in the world wishes they had. Having. Yeah. The terrible problem. There's that's too much talent. Too I don't know much what to talent. do with them. You have two of the four biggest stars in the history of wrestling at the same time. <laughs> and then, like, a crazy just group of people that are monster over. <laughs> Holy shit, What man. should we do with all of this talent? Um, I was waiting for this one because I was like, I don't know if these guys have ever seen this. This is going to be crazy. I don't remember ever seeing this episode. I did not see this episode. I do remember the like the highlights of this like on YouTube because of like, like I watched like the best returns, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. that spot was up there because of like Stephanie yelling at Tori to come hide behind her. And, so good. But it's just crazy to see that all that, you know, 13 talents. You're not wrong. Four matches for the pay-per-view created straight out of this card. Yep. Our match. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking crazy. That's how you do it. Oh, my God, dude. Wish they one company would do that today. Because, like, the heel the team one? win. Yeah. The heel team won, but it was irrelevant. It didn't matter. Also, genius booking. This was also so fucking smart. Triple H may have hit that pedigree, but he tagged out to Benoit yep. and then put him over with the headbutt mm-hmm. making. Because that's obviously the guy from the Radicals yep, who they that they have, have plans for. Yeah. So he gets the pin. Which is hilarious. So the smart. Revisionist history they have now. Right. It was always Eddie. Like, no. It literally it, wasn't. It was not. It literally was not Eddie it, ever. Eddie not. fell into your lap. Yeah. Like. It's what I, it's, I love the history. We always wanted Eddie, and Benoit would show up. And now you're watching, like, oh, uh-huh. we wanted Benoit. He, to me, th- like one reason why this match is uh, could go down maybe in the top ten r- best Raw main events. Oh, easily, easily because of the crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. To me, 2011 Money in the Bank, Punk and uh, Cena, it had that kind of feel because of the fact that. Every time someone got tagged in, the crowd was in it. Modern day, the only thing I can think of is some current AEW crowds when they were live. Like yep. Revolution 2020. Yeah. Just, that's, that's what it reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Fuck. The crowd was so into it. It's just like that crazy thing of to watch it going, this crowd's into this match. Why? Like, why are they so bonkers? Did everybody take a line before the match? You know what I mean? Like, it just felt weird to see. <sighs> that's what you, you know? do when you actually spend your television building up wrestlers to be over so the crowd has a connection to them, either positive or negative. Yep. You have Triple H, who you've put seven or eight straight months of just being a douchebag son of a bitch. The Rock is is crazy fucking over. People love Foley. They've gotten onto the Rikishi 2 cool bandwagon. Mm-hmm. And 
there was fresh hate for the radicals after what you did in segment one. Yep. So everything just melded together perfectly. And god damn, I wish wrestling could be like this all the time. Same here. Fuck, man. And like you said, every time, and I said earlier, every time Triple H tagged in, asshole chant. Yep. The entire so, time. I'll tell us on the podcast. So I saw, we have a group chat for the listeners at home. And I saw, I think Corey texted it. No, he texted. Oh, you texted. Like the 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 main event of Raw was amazing, and I was like, like you were like, I can't wait to talk about. It. I was like, what the fuck happened on Raw this week? Like, oh, <laughs> the war stories. Never mind. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, I I saw this match last week, and I texted you on. This is out of control. I don't even remember the main event of Raw this week. What was it? Fuck, dude. <laughs> it wasn't this. I'll tell you that much. I watched. I even watched Raw on Hulu this week. McIntyre because no. Because they, uh, um, they pubbed the Xavier Woods riddle match so much. It was good. Yeah, but yeah, you know, I, I don't so fun. Don't know, but good God Almighty, <sighs> right, guys? Like Jesus. Well, boys, let's go to the ratings. <laughs> this ought to be a uh, also Rob's the show. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. The main event alone. <laughs> so, boys, let's go to the ratings. Last week, WCW got 3.1, and Raw got a 6.7. This week, WCW, 2.8. Ouch. Damn. That's not good. WWF Raw, 6.6. Damn. Can I just point out something I just thought of? Hmm? Revisionist booking is always fun, but yep. that main event in a War Games would have been ridiculous. Or Survivor Series. Or Survivor Series Elimination, elimination Match. match. Either way, would have been ridiculous. Yep. God. Either way, if it ends up either with Triple H and Rock or Benoit and Rock. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. It needs, at the end, if it's elimination, it needs to end up Triple H and Benoit against Rock and Jack. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then go from there. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that revisionist history would be like, what if WWF had a lot of those matches that WCW used? Like war games, especially war games. There would have been a lot more war games. Oh, yeah, they would have prostituted the yeah. shit out of it. I would be happy they didn't take the triple threat theater. And Melina and Alicia Fox in the war games. Yeah. Team, Team Fox against Team <laughs> Melina. <laughs> war games. <laughs> God damn it. Let's go to our favorite part of the show. Well, go ahead. The award show. Can I just don't even bother asking? I think we can all agree the best match was the main event of Raw. Yes, unless you really like that David Flair Terry Funk. I mean, yeah, it's definitely main event of Raw. Worst match for me, David Flair Funk. (laughs) I was to say for me, it's actually Jacqueline and and uh, Luna and Luna. I was like such a great Raw, and that was the only thing on it that I was like, this fucking sucks. Uh, Stevie Ray and Disco Inferno. That was also the drizzling shit. Who is your MVP? Cactus Jack for me. That is so tough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy and go all (laughs) ten guys in the main event. Joe, but holy fuck! Um, (laughs) Oh, there goes my bit. Uh, (laughs) I'm gonna say Triple H. Damn it. Ter- terrific promo, and then the heat he got from that crowd. Woo. 
There you go. The brain's on one. It was going to be mine, yeah. Triple H, yeah. because Triple H. of the fact of that, and also helping Benoit out by tagging yeah. him into putting You're not wrong. Over. You're not wrong. Who is your motive? He was on TV. Motive is uh-huh. if he's on TV, he gets my vote. Uh, Although he went to go eat because he's fucking hungry. There it is. Ric Flair. What a Boy, useless yeah. fucking thing you were this week. I, my favorite part is they begged him to come back to use them like this. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? So it, might, it might be a Moadib booking or, you know, like uh, because of booking or whatever, but you're it, dude. We, uh, we, have, we really need you to come back to TV. We have something great for you. You're going to be a this b- is it. bitch. Arn's going to be a bitch. Terry <laughs> Funk's going to be a bitch. David Flair's already a bitch. <laughs> and this, so, is, this is what I've come back to? Also, Scott's girls are harder than yours, so you <laughs> bitch. Oh, and he's going to verbally eviscerate you on TV for no reason. And you're not going to respond at all, ever. Which is weird. Don't worry, we sent him home with pay. <laughs> I'm sure he learned his lesson. Um, <laughs> uh, my motive is uh, my. Uh, he was on TV. No, it's going to be David Flair. <laughs> so Corey, yeah, WTF? Whoo, boy, the the schism between these two shows at this point. Whew. It's not even night and day. It's like. Earth and Mars, right? It's like, it's like, fuck. I mean, one show is just white hot. Can't, seemingly can't make a bad move, and the other show is ice cold, and seemingly can't make one right move. Yeah. Holy shit! I got news for you. Prop. I mean, not that it was killing business. But probably not the best idea to already kill the NWO. What the fuck else do you have? Right. Holy shit. Uh, maybe get rid of a couple Nazis in the middle of it. That'd maybe be nice. change out some talent here. That but, would be uh, fantastic. But yeah, Jesus. that's... Boy. Uh, my WTF is the dumb storyline of Harlem Heat and Booker. And how it goes one one notch further by hey guys, let's let's try and be raw. Let's try and let's oh. get him arrested. You know, this is be- this is uh, built to get him under. I mean, over. You're right the first time. Yeah, yep. we're gonna bury the guy, right? That's, yeah. that's how we start, right? Is Booker t- new to the uh, company, so they're going to bury him and then bring it's him the up? It's the old WWE trope. Okay. Oh, uh, you're awesome. We're gonna fucking bury you, and so we can make you in our image. Worked well for Big Show. Mine is uh, the. Arn Flunk Fairs Flair yeah. Like terrible Just I want, terrible I want story Funk life. on a pole I mean Arn on a pole Damn it <sighs> For the horseman <laughs> Terrible God damn So we, we have a night and day Type of thing Of Raw and uh, Nitro hey, We're a week and a half From Super Brawl And we don't know Too much of what Is happening At said Event We know Sid and Jarrett We know Hogan, Hogan and, and Luger, Luger Flair and Funk that's yep. it. And I told you, Smiley versus three count. Yep. yep. Those are the four matches we know. Sounds so, great. We got a week and a half to our next pay-per-view war stories. Oh, well, we know the finals of the Cruiserweight tournament will be there. We don't know. Okay. The, the finals will be, but we, we don't finals. know. Yep. So that'll be in a week and a half away, but uh, we still have the midweek war stories, which you can listen to upcoming this week. And you can go to NoCellEntertainment.com. That's right, NoCellEntertainment.com to find all of our other stuff. You can also follow us all on social medias. 
And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts.